Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Oh my goodness, I am so good. How you be? I'm doing good, brother. I can't, uh, I usually, I'm um, just staring at you, eye to eye, feet away from me, mm-hmm. where I could see your every whim, every emotion, but you're behind the glass yeah, today, brother. We're worlds apart right now. We'll figure this one out as soon as we figure it out, though. Steph Griffin, on assignment, should be joining us as soon as possible. So hang out with your boys as we figure this one out. Sure. You know who's really figuring it out right now, though, man, is the uh, the Cleveland Browns. Are they, though? No, a bunch of losers. Are they? <laughs> I don't think they are. They don't yeah, I, don't, a, I don't think they are. They don't have a clue. Yeah, not a clue. I don't know nothing. They got a world beater over there and this kid named Baker. Just about as good as it gets, if you ask me. All world talent. Got a good head on his shoulders. Humble. You talking about Carolina? You talking and they about- got rid of him. Why would Cleveland get rid of a star quarterback like that? Face of the franchise. Great commercials. What's the uh, What's the Moneyball line? They're uh, They're paying you to not play here. <laughs> <laughs> Better figure it out. They're pa- so okay. Where's the contract breakdown? I had it pulled up. Well, I can give it to you off the top of my head. Here. So the Browns are paying Baker Mayfield ten and one half million dollars not to be there, and they're also paying Deshaun Watson two hundred and thirty million dollars to not be able to play. <laughs> Who, who's the guy now? Thaddeus Young, Jacoby Brissett. Is uh, that right? That's just as bad. That might even be worse. At least he can play for your friggin' team. Cleveland is a J-O-K-E, bro. They have been since Jim Brown. Forever, ever? Ever, ever? Has it been since Jim Brown? Like, is that really the conversation? Jacoby Brissett, second on the depth chart after a couple hours ago. Third is Joshua Dobbs. He's a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Manziel available? Let's figure it out. Get him back. So dumb. Poor Amari Cooper. Well, where's Amari Cooper? He's in Cleveland He's now? in Cleveland, oh, yeah. Gosh. I got nobody to throw him the ball. Is Beckham there? Did they get Beckham Jr. back? Doesn't Beckham play soccer? The, the Bendit guy? Yeah, I think it's all the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same family. It's crazy to me because I want so very much – to find reasons to stop hating Cleveland. Like, I'm like, this isn't fair. Like, I'm not being cool. The truth of it, like the absolute truth, they're the worst. The worst. 
They took the number one draft pick from how many years ago, man? Four or five? Four, 2018. And they're like, hey, you know what I'll do? I'll trade him for a fifth. A fifth. Hey, possible fourth. Yeah, and that's if he plays three games. Also, Carolina, they have the number one and the number three from the same year, both quarterbacks, both on rookie deals. Which is unprecedented in the history of football. Is that legit never been done? No one's How ever could had it? a number one and number three quarterback on their roster from the same draft class at the same time. Well, first of all, you'd have to have two guys. I mean, you'd have to fall into the slots in that line, then you'd have to get the team lined up and all that. Yeah. But even those weird Washington teams with Robert Griffin, who was never playing and all that, none of those things ever happen. From the live chat, friends of the show are here. If you're watching via the social media live chat at TalkABQ, everything's Facebook Live or Facebook Live adjacent. I'm in the production booth today. I'm, the, I'm producing, man. How do you feel about this? Uh, it's kind of weird, to be honest. I don't like it. I should probably switch seats so I could see you better. Don't matter to me. Steph. It doesn't matter to me either. I mean, I see you too damn much anyways, so Steph Grissom, it's probably for the best. She'll be here when she's here. Joining us on the program today at 530, Josh Sushan. Talk about the isotopes. They're on the road today. I don't have the calendar in front of me, though, because I'm in the production studio. So they're on the road somewhere in the central time zone, though. So we're going to hand this thing off at 545. Catch isotopes baseball. United play tonight at home, Rio Grande Valley. I'm going to put it on them, boys. I can tell you that. I promise you that. You want to hear a quote about Baker Mayfield, Fred? Uh, more than anything. I don't think he's a great athlete. The guy is kind of like a pocket quarterback that is short with small hands. That's what I worry about. You want to know who said that, Fred? Who said that? That's his new offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Welcome to Carolina. You're not wanted here either. When did he say that, like today or the other day? That's his draft. That's his draft analysis obviously you know he went number one that year and his current offensive coordinator Ben McAdoo had Josh Allen Lamar Jackson Sam Donald Josh Rosen and Mason Rudolph ranked ahead of Baker Mayfield on his quarterback depth chart now that's his quarterback give me those names again Josh Allen stud pretty good Lamar Jackson stud Sam Darnold played for the Jets Josh Rosen, eh, he's a loser. Mason Rudolph, one of the best backups in the game. He had them all ranked above Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield obviously went first to Cleveland. But who knows how good Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield could be if they weren't on the Jets and the Browns. <sighs> Sam Darnold was never that guy to me. Sam Darnold, I kind of looked at as a another USC quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there were some you the the one guy's Carson Palmer, right? He's the one. But then aside from Carson Palmer, who do you got? You got no one USC wise, right? Correct. You Matt, gotta go way back. Gotta go way back. Matt Liner was never in it. The other kid in New York, Sanchez, he was never it. Nope, nope. I'm leaving off someone else, Jordan Palmer. The best one was the one that never played in college and ended up playing for the Patriots. Yeah, that's a really good point. 
Because he went to the Patriots. Because he went to the Patriots. Because he went to the friggin' Patriots. If you thought what OC Ben McAdoo said about Baker Mayfield was funny, did you see what Robbie Anderson, his number one ride receiver, said? Give it to me. When they started talking about potential trades all the way back in April? One word, a lot of extra letters. No. (laughs) His number one wide receiver that he's going to have to throw the ball to for up to 17 games this year. When hearing about the trade rumors, just said no. Historically, statistically, and all those other things, your team don't win when Baker Mayfield throw the ball. That's like a known. Now, also... The Nick Chubb versus Christian McCaffrey conversation. One is really good, and the other one's Christian McCaffrey. Can't stay on the field. Christian McCaffrey is the second-best running back in the NFL when he's on the field. Stays hurt, though. Yeah. What's his total games? Something stupid small. Zion Williamson small. Yeah, Kyrie Irving small. Small, small. The thing that, like, I think I get most excited about, not that I get excited ever, but it's that Baker Mayfield can go to Carolina. And by the way, aside from Tampa Bay, that division, why not? Why not, right? Sure. Are you going to win it? Probably not. Got a chance at a wild card? Okay, I'm in. Go win a bunch of games. I never want you to have to play Cleveland again. Oh, wait, they got to play in week one. (laughs) God, isn't that hilarious? Oh, are they playing week they one? Just drew it up so beautifully. Just num 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 num. Well, and the league knows. Like when the league's putting the schedule together, and they're like, "Hey, we know all these teams together, and you know what's the probability of this guy's going to end up here? Well, it's low. You know, it's not great. It's not. You know, it's low. Let's try it. Let's just chance it. Super smart move. You know, there hasn't been a number one overall quarterback that retired with his team since Troy Aikman. Well, he didn't retire by choice. Same thing with Andrew Luck and Jamarcus Russell. But those are the only two since 1989 that ended their career with the team, and none of them like had a full career. Andrew Luck didn't love the game. Don't be confused on that. Well, Andrew Luck is smart. He looked at all those studies on CTE, and he was like, I got to protect this big Stanford brain for the rest of my life. I agree. Well, actually, he said, I got to protect this big Stanford <laughs> brain for the rest of my life. By the way, my dad just took all the money from Oliver Luck. So I mean, My dad, Oliver Luck, just took all the money from uh, Vince McMahon. Oh, did he really? Did you see that settlement for the XFL? Uh-uh. Oh, it was huge. Non-disclosed because it was a settlement, but it's rumored to be obviously like tens of millions of dollars. Gotta be. That's the thing about settling. By the way, Deshaun Watson stuff should come to a head on tomorrow. Cleveland's the worst thing in the history of professional sports things. It's sad. It's sad bad. And the poor Cleveland baseball team, the Guardians or whatever they are now, they just have a rich history of doing more with less and then coming up short. Their, got, pay, their payroll's down like $100 million from where it was 20 years ago. Hey, they'll always have LeBron James, though. 
Good for them. No, they won't. They do not currently have him. They will not always have him. He's not currently a factor. He brought a ship home. Hey, after like four more years of this craziness going on, LeBron winning the championship in Cleveland with a mentally ill Kevin Love and an absolutely insane Kyrie Irving is way more impressive. And an Anderson Vera Howe. A sideshow Bob. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Baker Mayfield is the big story today. He's gone. Break down the money again. So the Cleveland is paying five point what? Five and some change. No, Cleveland is playing paying ten and a half. Oh my God. Yes. Cleveland is paying ten and a half. Panthers uh will pay play pay an even five million. Ugh. And like here's the kicker. This is how bad Baker wanted out baker mayfield trimmed three and a half million off of his base salary to leave he said he said i'll take three and a half off he said i will take three and a half million off my contract to get out of this dumpster fire yeah charlotte's for me i'm that guy but he could he could get it all back with playing incentives oh is that is that a fact yeah 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 505-246-0610. We're taking calls today. It's going to be a good program. David Carl's going to join us at 430. He obviously is he's kind of the voice of the United, right? I don't know a better way to describe that. Sure. He's going to come on the program here in just about 17 minutes, talk about the big game tonight against Rio Grande Valley. He's going to give away some ticks, so that's going to be exciting. We're going, yeah. to, we're going to do that thing. We're going to hit a lot of NBA talk. My favorite Major League Baseball player of all time that's not a St. Louis Cardinal, Derek Jeter's got a big seven-part series coming out. We're going to talk about that. I'm into those 30 for 30s, Van. I like them. I know you are. We're going to talk about that quite a bit. You said, hey, how'd Rafa Nadal do today? Uh, he moved on. Okay. I, that's... He, had a, he had a little tum-tum. He had a little tum-tum issue today. Okay. Sucked it down and was able to still win. Go to the semis. There's that Wimbledon talk done. <laughs> I see you roll your way into the semis. <laughs> Dios mio, man. NBA, NFL, all things that surround it, sports adjacent and content. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And we enjoy that watermelon walk-off. I'm talking about New Mexico's vodka, Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Man. Yo. How about that? Joining us in just two moments, 12 moments later, David Carl with the next three hours. We'll talk about the game. Will Chet Holgram talk before that, though, because who is Chet Holgram? Are you talking about the white Kevin Durant? The white Slim Reaper? That, that's not really. People are saying that? Well, I just did. They're just jamming out. I think this is the kind of music that was in Chet Holgram's head while he was like going off. First summer league game. 23 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 
one steal. And now hear this. Six blocks on seven of nine shooting. That's a pretty good little man out there on the ball. <laughs> That's a pretty good little game. It's ridiculous. The dude is seven foot tall, playing in his first professional game, albeit it's the summer league, albeit none of the good players are really there yet to warm up. But this is a kid. This dude is seven foot tall and weighs less than 200 pounds. He's like a like a kindergarten like popsicle stick project. Mm-hmm. Like you like your kid brings home like a popsicle stick person and you're like, "Oh, what's this, sweetie?" And you're like, "That's Chet Holmgren." But he's killing it out there last night. He's hitting three, he's hitting all the threes, but then also like he's got like a weird midi game too. Like and if at the NBA level you can hit from the midi, like you are special. <laughs> You are Dirk Nowitzki. Like, you are very out there. Yeah, Dirk Nowitzki, <clears throat> Kevin Durant. Like, these are the type of guys that hit shots like that. And I thought it was foolish to compare him to, like, Kevin Durant. But, like, his first professional NBA game, albeit it's a summer league, albeit the competition isn't there yet, 23 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 6 blocks. He didn't even play half the game. So maybe these comparisons are right. Congratulations, Oklahoma City. Looks like you got a real one out here. He just kind of looked better, right? Yeah. They're going to get it. It's Summer League or whatever letter you put in front of the Summer League. I get it. But the thing that's the thing to me is he's going to go out there and work it. And also, as I'm producing the show, I'm going to pick up this phone. You got it for a second, man. Word. So, I I mean, my vibe during the college basketball season was like, this guy was head and shoulders better than everyone else in college basketball. Again, I don't work for the NBA. I don't work for a professional basketball team. As you, loyal listener, friend of the show, already know. But this is a performance that says, like, hey, I deserve to be here. I deserve to be the number two pick, if not the number one pick. And, like, welcome to the league, Chet Holmgren. Like, if it's all downhill from here, at least he's got today. I mean, at least. <laughs> no, he's got more than today. He's got, I mean, he should go on and be like the superstar of the league, and he should be, he should be OKC forever, right? Like, that's sure. the, that's how this thing works out perfectly. I'll tell you what, on the stat sheet, he only had one steal. But in total, I think he had two. Because he stole the hearts of NBA fan out he, there. Well, and apparently Kevin Durant. And you were telling me about it. You were like, hey, Fred, like Kevin Durant's like really sweating Chet Holgram. So immediately I was like, oh, I hate Chet Holgram. Because if, Kevin Durant's so if soft. Kevin Durant is a fan, <laughs> I am not a fan. Well, I think Chet Holmgren can just look at Kevin Durant's game on the court and emulate that. And then look at Kevin Durant's twitter game and just do the opposite of that so you got to learn the lessons from the generation before you right chet holgram is 25 percent michael jordan 25 percent lebron james 25 percent Allen iverson and 25 percent kevin durant that's pretty good the the 25 percent kevin durant that's on the court though yeah only that part okay that's N- better not the social media part i mean he almost averaged four blocks a game you would kind of expect at least two a game from a guy who's seven foot tall. 
Also, some of those blocks, because I so I was watching the game last night eating dinner, and like it's guys going to the hole. It's guys being he's he is straight up and down. His okay, yeah, he didn't even have to like jump very far. But one thing that really impressed me was like his footwork, his defensive positioning, like how he fills up space, reading the floor and what was happening in front of him. Like, he looked like he's ready. Like, he's ready, ready already. Stays ready. And that was the thing too. Like when you get dra- like you don't want to show up and be like, "Hey, I'm summer leaguing." Like that's not like the sexy thing, you know. Yeah, and and before the draft and all basketball season, his biggest comps were Kevin Durant. Last night he wore number seven, seven foot tall and stick skinny. And you know what kicks he had on? I mean, I do not know what kicks he had on. He had on them KDs, baby. I didn't even know Kevin Durant had shoes. Are are they like Crocs? Are did, they you think, su- did you think? Did you Because how soft Crocs are? They super are? soft house slippers. <laughs> the new Kevin Durant in twenty twenty three is just lined with down feathers, so it doesn't hurt Kevin's Durant's little soft feet feet. <laughs> Gonzaga don't put out like pros. Like, Gonzaga does not make pros. Yeah, you'd think they'd learn the lesson from Adam Morrison, right? You'd think everyone would learn the lesson from Adam Morrison. But I guess, I mean, I guess the truth is here. Hey, also, I feel like I could get a basket or two in, like, D-League. Yeah, you can get a couple. You can't fill the sheet like uh, Chet did last night. Hey, real talk. Is this the best number two pick in Oklahoma City history? What are my other options? Kevin Durant. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that he ain't good, but he ain't good. Yeah, we got to get some of these other rookies on the court ASAP to see how they like just come into the league. Because Chet Holmgren, he's a man. He was a man last night. Oh, good for him. I thought like you should, like what I think you should do with rookie quarterbacks in the NFL is just hand them a clipboard, let them exercise and learn the playbook, learn how to be a pro. I thought you should do the same thing for Chet Holmgren. Like, you just let him sit on the sidelines, you feed him dense, fatty foods, and then you let him beef up to, like, a normal, muscular NBA player. I like how we're nine minutes through the first quarter of one summer league game, and you're like, Chet Holmgren is a dog. Like, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, I love his performance last <laughs> night. Hyper- he passed the eye test against professional basketball players. But here's the problem with me. It's not his skill set. No. It's not his ability to find space on the court. Jump it's on not the his train. ability to to help out his teammates and make his teammates better. It's I'm scared he's going to get hurt every second he's on the floor. <laughs> he just looks so breakable. He looks so fragile. He's got the body of minute ball. He ain't big. Just a stick. He, for a fact, is not big. He is just a stick. Text the program, 505-246-0610. I'm going to grab one. When we get back, David Carl will join us. We're going to talk New Mexico United. They got a little home and then another home? Like, not home and home, but home, home. Home, home against the same squad. It's Rio, Rio Grande Valley, and we'll get to that. What did Rio Grande Valley do to deserve these impending ass I mean, they're, they're about to back get the, the two El Paso to her. Tuning on 95.9 FM in our best lives. Joining us on the Friend of the Show Hotline 
David Carl, the Mexico United. Dave, welcome to the program. Hello, friends. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. You got a couple easy W's in front of you. How do you feel about that? You there? Yeah, so with you, brother. Hey, there you are. Sorry about that. That's right. Yeah, you got a couple easy ones coming up against Rio Grande. I mean, what's up? Looking to mop the floor? Looking to make a statement? What's up with the boys? No such thing as an easy W in this league, my friends. Uh, Rio Grande Valley only three points behind us at the moment. The Western Conference is incredibly, incredibly crowded. So we win tonight. We take care of business. We're in good shape. Uh, it's important that we do that, though. If uh, if we don't, things get difficult. But uh, that's not going to happen. Let's go in there and get three points and take care of our business. What did Rio Grande Valley do so wrong to have to come up here and get whooped twice in one week? What was their transgressions? You can uh, you can blame uh, the the weather of a couple weeks ago. Remember that we had that game that was scheduled for a Wednesday night two weeks ago, yeah, and then we got uh, pretty much the the rainstorms from the the bowels of hell themselves, uh, and all of our our turf was uh, unusable for that match, and so we had to delay it a couple weeks. So it just kind of worked out that we were going to be playing them twice in one week now. You know, we always talk about the merch. You got the best merch in the game, and this Juneteenth t-shirt that's going out tonight i mean are there any even still available do you have to go to the team store before because whenever i saw this bad boy pop up on the social media like i almost left my day job which is talk radio to come down there and grab one there are many left there are a few uh there's a few left at the team shop on carlisle and central there will be a few available at the match tonight but there are not many left i'm actually wearing one right now so that's probably the one you were going to buy sorry about Aww. that fred um but uh but there's a few left if you want to get to them i would say get to them pretty quick though so did you guys try to make a deal for baker mayfield too was what did you offer a seventh rounder that could possibly be a six rounder <laughs> Yeah, so we had a player to be named later in a couple baseballs here from Isotopes Park, um, and it's, I think it's a better offer than what the Browns got, but for some reason they didn't take it from us. That's weird. I'm super surprised. He'd look good in black and yellow. I agree. I agree. Better than he looked in uh, burnt orange and sienna. <laughs> we were we sat down this morning with uh, Peter Travisani, owner of the New Mexico United. We were talking about kind of the heck is schedule. The, what is, so it's like five games and like – 20 days it's something ridiculous dave what what is the team doing yeah, to make actually worse than that it's five matches in 15 days one oh five. my gosh it's a little bit ridiculous and like i said part of that is because what i just talked about with that one rescheduled match with rgv which is you know tonight now um but you know another part of that is we haven't played as many matches as a lot of our uh opponents in the western conference which is good and bad right so we're still in a playoff position despite the fact that we've played as many as five matches fewer than some of our teams in the western conference that's a real good sign but it means we got to take care of business in those five matches that we've got to make up now, what's what's the biggest challenge on overcoming the same team twice in one week is it is it learning about your team so fast is it playing the same lineup differently yeah that's what i was about to ask yeah it's a good question i think i think a big part of it is you know it's hard to beat any team twice in a row you know i think they, they say that in like the nba right it's hard to beat any team four times in a row it's hard to get a, a sweep in a playoff series it's hard to get a sweep in a regular season major league baseball series three three matches anything like that but uh, it's, it's kind of a similar thing with uh, with, with soccer in, in back-to-back matches. Why you don't see them happen very often, uh, back-to-back matches. So, yeah, teams get to know each other. Obviously, the best kind of scouting report you could ever get on a team is, you know, a game against your players because, you know, 
your players are going to be there. So it's like the best possible thing you could have as far as uh, a scouting report goes. So, you know, we could go ahead and, you know, win tonight handily and, you know, feel really good about ourselves. But if we come into the next match and think it's going to be exactly the same, you know, it's absolutely not going to be. RGB is going to make adjustments and we got to be ready to make adjustments alongside them. 505-246-0610. DC, we got a, what do you got, a family four pack we're giving away? What's What's going on here? We got four tickets for you tonight's match. If you want to come on down, there aren't a ton of tickets left. We're going to probably have one of our highest attended Wednesday night matches that we've ever had tonight. Um, we're, we're looking at over 9,000 already. So there's not going to be a ton of seats available. But we got a four pack available for you. All right, 505-246-0610. We're going to try this out for the first time, Fred. I like it. What is this it? This is going to be a text only. Oh, okay. Text the show? Text only only competition okay, here on that. so we'll, we won't even do like a special sexy number it's not the seventh texture or the fourth and a half texture the <laughs> first person to text your name and phone number to 505-246-0610 we will confirm like with it. you no you, dave you can't win dave, your you, Come on, you work there dave Figure it out. quit hoarding tickets the uh, in right. the way that the league is laid out be the second texture that okay Dave, there we go <laughs> the way that the league is laid out you have to play one team three times and that is this Toros team tonight so you'll have the game tonight you'll have the game on Saturday but then you're going to see him again in September like how important is it to the boys to not just win like the season series but to sweep this whole thing yeah, that's a great question, and I think there's an extra layer to that that we haven't talked about yet, which is this is the team that at the end of last season inched us out by one point to make the playoffs and kicked us out. Stupid. The only year we've not made the playoffs in our history, and this is our fourth year, we made it for the first two years. Last year we missed by a single point, and it was because RGB won their last game at the last minute, um, and that's the reason we didn't get in. So there's, a, I think there's a measure of revenge for these guys. They want to get there. They want to win. They want to sweep. This season series, as you said, the only team we play three times in the regular season, they want to do it emphatically. So I think these boys are going to come out firing tonight. I think they're going to come out a little bit angry, a little bit of vengeance on their minds, and they're going to want to get things done. United have so many great players, so many great personalities. Everyone has their own favorite. But the buzz to me, what I'm hearing about the black and yellow fans from the curse and all corners of the state is Christian Nava is winning the hearts of every black and yellow fan. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah, man. How can you not love this kid? Grew up in Albuquerque, went to Albuquerque High, goes into the New Mexico United Academy, the first player in United history to go from academy to first team, signs a professional contract. You know, if he hadn't joined the academy, who knows, you know, what he would have been up to. Not, he's not sure if he was going to go to college or not. So that was his call to join the academy. He just goes there and does incredibly well, joins the first team, and not only joins the first team last season, but this year has just been absolutely phenomenal. And the match we played against Oakland two weeks ago, sure. you know, United's down one nothing, And, frankly, at the time, we were kind of struggling to get things going offensively. He comes in, and his first touch starts a play that leads to a goal. So we tied up 1-1. Three minutes later, gets the assist on the second goal, and the United wins this 2-1. And he only came on in the 70th minute and made all the difference in the world. The kid is phenomenal. He's dynamic. He's about half the size of everybody else on the pitch, and he does not care. He goes for headers against guys that are twice his size and wins them. He's like the most New Mexican person I've ever met. He's he's absolutely incredible, and he's only going to get better. He's only 18. Texter was going crazy. Congratulations to Gerald. Oh! 
texts were pouring in. We had about a dozen of them in a span of two minutes. But congratulations to Gerald. I won't say your last name or phone number, <laughs> but we will put you four tickets at will call for you, buddy. You beat Martin by Darryl, like 37 back, seconds. He, Dave, I got a question about Phantom in a, in a weird sense. So we're so United's are what two thousand eighteen. So we're in like what, year three or four now, something crazy like that. And it's do you yeah, we're in year four. Do you still feel like there's introductory fan? Do you still feel like at this point with the penetration that the United has had that you're you're still introducing the game to people? And if so, how are you guys doing it out of the way to where it's easily learnable and easy to fall in love with? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think there is. There's a mix of, you know, people who are diehards who've been here since day one, people who are just getting to know it this year, people who have never been to a match, and, and somewhere in between, right? It's a whole spectrum. And it's crucial that, you know, this game is open to everybody. This game's welcome to everybody. I remember in uh, in 2020 or 2021, Jeff Grammer of the Albuquerque Journal did a piece where he was talking about, um, you know, kind of learning the, the the game for the first time. You know, didn't know the lingo, didn't know what a goal kick was, what a corner kick was, all that kind of stuff. But that the fans and the community are so welcoming that you don't need to know anything about the game. You can come to a match for the first time just get immersed in it because you have, you know, 10, 12,000 people here who are screaming their heads off because it's a New Mexican team, not because it's soccer, not because they want to see the team win, even though they do. We all certainly do. It's more because it's New Mexican and it's ours and we're proud of it. And anybody is welcome to come join in that. That's absolutely crucial. So if you've never been to a match before, great. Come hang out with us. Come see it for the first time. Enjoy it. Have fun for yourself. See if you like it. And I bet you'll be back for match two. Speaking of showing up to the lab, Saturday was absolute raucous for pride on the pitch. Not even the rain could keep the people away. How was the vibe there? Oh, it was incredible, man. We had uh, you know, about about 12,000 people there, about 5,000 rainbow flags, the progress flag uh, up in the air, people screaming their heads off, having a great time. The result of the match, wasn't, unfortunately, was not what we wanted. Uh, but had a great time and a great tailgate, just an inclusive, wonderful, welcoming event for everybody. And tonight, we hope to be more of the same, obviously, with a better result on the field um, against RGB. Tonight's our Juneteenth celebration. It was originally scheduled for for June, obviously, and, and a little bit closer to the actual June 19th holiday. But we're going to be celebrating that tonight. And as you mentioned, the Juneteenth shirt on sale now with the proceeds going to the Albuquerque Juneteenth Committee. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. It'll be great. What time is kickoff? Seven o'clock kickoff. Gates open at six p.m. Van and I will be down there this evening after we wrap up this broadcast. We're gonna come hang out, take in the ambiance, enjoy the game, enjoy the festivities. And you said you said it's almost like tickets are still available. You say it's tight right now. Yeah, so uh, there there will be some tickets available. Um, like I said, Wednesday nights pretty much never sell out, but this is gonna be one of our high, highest attended Wednesday night Whoa. matches. We're over nine thousand already. There you go. Love everything about it. David Carl, New Mexico United. We miss anything, brother? Red Van, appreciate you guys. Looking forward to seeing you tonight. Best in the business, man. Right there, David Carl. So most Unidos, baby. Here we go. You know what my favorite part about David Carl is? Uh, thighs? No, Van. Wait, what? No, that is it's not what you meant? That's not correct. Oh, it's, it's not what you meant? Oh, okay, sorry. He's a professional. He's oh, whoopsie. Acumen for the game. He just he loves the whole thing. He's a big Ted Lasso guy too. I think. Oh I feel like yeah. 
wrap up the hour when we get back. Mike Vitale will be joining us at 5 o'clock. We're excited about that one. It's Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Excited to be doing it today. I'm going to get this music to heart out, man. You okay with that? Snap it off. Snap right off. Don't even care. Don't even worry about it. Ten minutes from the top of the hour. Was that a uh, 4th of July party Monday, Van? Mm, Is nice. Monday the 4th of July? Was that a 4th of July party? Correct. They had a friend of the show, and they were like, uh, they were like hey, you know, my Lakers are going to get Kyrie, and they're going to get Kevin Durant, and they're going to they're gonna be the team of all teams. I was like, what? They're going to get them for what? What? For whom? Who? Whom? No one else is offering anything. Like, who? What? They have. First of all, the Lakers are going to offer zero because that's about what Kyrie Irving is worth. And then, and then on top of that, Van, there's no one else offering anything. Nobody wants Kyrie. Only LeBron, because he has memories of that one championship he won in Cleveland, and Kyrie was present. Like that time you had one date with one pretty girl. And now you're like, oh, no, we were in love. No, you weren't. You had one date. I'm riding that for the rest of my life. (laughs) Just like LeBron is riding that Kyrie wave. Well, and also LeBron's the only one that could deal with him. Like I mentioned this earlier, like how much more respect should we have for LeBron James because he won a championship in Cleveland? Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. With the mental case, Kevin Love, and an absolute insane person, Kyrie Irving, he deserves two championships for winning that one in Cleveland. Does LeBron need Kyrie Irving to eliminate the Warriors in the playoffs? LeBron needs a healthy team of good players. Yeah, LeBron's still LeBron. And the problem that the Nets are having, because by the way, this thing's going to take forever. Sure. The problem they're having is Phoenix can't sign their kid and Toronto's not willing to give away their rookie of the year. Yeah. So, therefore, there's no one offering anything. Anything. Why would DeAndre Ayton sign a team-friendly extension just so he could be more valuable trade bait? That's foolish. That made no sense. Just ride out another year and be a free agent. And go wherever you want. Go Screw him. And get, like, all the money. Because then, even then, if one year is from now, you want to go to Phoenix and be like, hey, max me now. Yeah. Hey, miss me with that non-max. Max me now. Max me, trade me. Max me outside. How about that? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> and all this speculation about Kyrie going to the Lakers, of course LeBron wants a better player on his team. He's going to be ring chasing for the rest of his career, or he gets to play with his son. Probably both. And of course LeBron wants the best players, yeah. because the best players – play hard, and keep their S-word together Hold up. for LeBron. You think he wants the best players, or do you think he wants the boys? Well, both. See, because I'm a big like proponent, I'm a big believer of you don't have to have the best guys, you just have to have the best fit. And to me, in the game of basketball, I'll use like Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving as an example. Yes, I recognize they're the best players. Are they the best fit? No, they are not. They may never be that for anyone ever, including each other. Kyrie Irving is always the best fit if you need a point guard who can score. Kyrie Irving 
is always the best fit if you need an insane person to ruin your locker room. Kyrie Irving shows up to that locker room after they trade Westbrook for him, and he burns sage in front of Westbrook's old locker, and, and he's talking about exercising the Westbrook every – and you're like, no. No, this does not work. This does not make sense. And, yeah, by the way, Kyrie, it's exorcising. It's exorcising. <laughs> Quit saying you're exorcising Westbrook's demon. It's not what it means. Hey, look. Who, why? 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 Why would the Nets trade Kyrie Irving for anything that isn't that doesn't have the value of Kyrie Irving? Same thing with Kevin Durant. Why would you trade probably top three, top five, no doubt, player in the NBA if you're not going to get top three, top five, no doubt, value for these people? Just because they want out doesn't mean you can say, okay. They gotta, you got to play futures. Like, I mean, that's the only thing you can really play here to where it's like you give me some guys who can dribble right now with some contracts that expire, and then – you give me a bunch of futures, and don't. I'm not talking one, like not one first round draft pick. Well, you get all of them. You get them all, all that you can legally trade, because I think you could only trade three. You oh, get, I didn't know that. You get all of them. Kyrie gets traded to the Lakers. He does like some sort of weird cross country road trip, like Instagram live Patreon subscription. Refuses to fly, so he, you know, hitchhikes or something weird. That's what. That's the first thing you're going to get from this guy that you're giving up all this franchise future for is just something weird out of the gate. Hate to admit it, buddy. Hate to admit it. All right, admit it. Sign me up. I want all of it. I want all of this carnival of Kyrie Irving. I want him to do – I want him to one-up his insanity next year. I want him to actively – fight for the conspiracy theory that is the moon landing. I want him to actively like do TED talks on Kim trails. Like I want <laughs> I want him to jump all the way in on his insanity and still be an amazing basketball player. That is interesting to me. That is fun to me. I can see how a locker room hates this guy, but someone who likes entertainment above the sport, give me all you got. Come on, Kyrie. You could do more than that. As far as middle of July and NBA trade and free agency is basically over and the NFL is not really doing anything, and it's kind of – I'm not going to say it's just like horning it in, but, I mean, this is all-star breaks in like two days or whatever. This is the worst sports time of the year. It's the best sports time of the year because this Baker Mayfield and Kyrie Irving stuff. Otherwise, there is nothing right now. Nothing. First off, how dare you? Baseball fan is sitting right here. <laughs> I could I could do three hours a day on just baseball. Well, you know that. But I love the NFL offseason. It's phenomenal. NBA offseason is phenomenal. MLB offseason, meh. It's okay. Let's go up to the break when we get back. I believe Michael Vital is joining us. Aww. He's make sure the station's going around. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program, 5 o'clock, settling in at the producer desk is one Michael Vital. Mike, say hello whenever you're ready. I, five. Just like that. Welcome back, buddy. 
Yeah, we saw the texture. I get it. I wasn't in and out of the break so crisp. I'm talent, okay? I'm not tech, guys. Yeah. I'm talent. What Respo- do I know? Responsibility just thrust upon you at the 11th hour. I thought you did great. Thank you. Yeah. I also, like, I, like I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but whatever happened to predictability, the milkman, the paperboy, <laughs> the evening TV. No, just kidding. That, well, that's kind of part of the thing. It's a big fellowship here at the station. Sure. Yeah. Mike Vitale was just over on KKLB. Running TJ show. How's TJ doing? Probably doing pretty good. You don't have to be honest. Yeah, he's, I'm sure he's doing good. He's a big Cleveland guy, ain't he? We should get him on right now. Huge Browns fan, and he was uh, he, he was glad that Baker got it with Carolina today. Baker deserves better. He deserves so He deserves much better. better. He's got a passion for the game. Has a lot of fun with it. Great teammate. Look, besides Peyton Manning, the best commercials in the history of football. What's not to like? About Baker Mayfield? Oh, yeah, he doesn't win games. Yeah. So besides <laughs> besides his performance on the field, what's not to like? Couldn't tell you. Don't know much about him. Right. Oh. Obviously, obviously, that's hyperbole. Yeah, there's lots. He has barely a winning record. Mm-hmm. And look, he was the eighth best quarterback in football two years ago. And then he almost died on the field for your franchise, Cleveland fan. He played all year with a hurt shoulder, knowing that he'd need off-season surgery. Every single hit he took, you could see him grimace every time he get up. He left it all on the field for your franchise. What is not to like about this guy? You know he's got a Heisman? He won the first playoff game for your organization in, like, I don't know, make up a number years. <laughs> in all the years? Yes. Since Jim Brown, probably. I've been saying it since he came to the league. He's either going to be the second coming of Peyton Hillis or the second coming of Peyton Hillis. Mm. Those are the only two options. Yeah. You're like a sober Johnny Manziel. He all right. I mean, don't don't put that on Johnny Menzel's name. No, he, no one. There's not a sober version of Johnny Menzel. That's not how you describe Baker Mayfield. That's not. You're saying you're gonna look me straight in the face, Fred, yeah. and you're gonna say the sober Johnny Manziel isn't the headline on his resume. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, you can't admit it, can you? You know what's interesting about those two dudes is, like, obviously completely different people. Obviously, right? Oh, sure. But Cleveland, kind of, not kind of at all, absolutely just goes with the weirdest dudes. Sure. Like this Deshaun Watson thing, Avi. But Baker Mayfield, Heisman Trophy winner, first overall everything. Before he even started playing football, he's going on sports talk shows to pick fights with guys. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. He's That's like, I'm, passion. I'm going to sit down with you, Colin Cowherd, and tell you why you're wrong. That's the kind of passion you want out of your starting quarterback. Is it? Represent your team. Represent yourself. Represent your talent. Uh-huh. Call up Barstool and make sure you're getting uh, the rub from the guy who tastes pizza. Not, not mad. <laughs> kind of a... It might be a slight waste of time, you know, but... It's a huge waste of time. What else is he going to do? Lift? Prepare? (laughs) Shoot more commercials? You know, that's that... There's only so many commercials, Fred. I I know what you're saying. 
That's that same problem that I have with Aaron Rodgers that you and your boyfriend Mike Vitale don't have with your three-way relationship boyfriend Aaron Rodgers. What what happened to him? He's perfect. There's nothing wrong That's with him whatsoever. I'm, so that is the problem with him. What do you, what he doesn't practice. He doesn't try. He doesn't. He doesn't learn the. He doesn't play the part. He doesn't. He's not conforming, and he needs to be all those things. He's just a weird hippie dude. Okay, this is weird slander with no backup whatsoever. What? Name what? Name fourteen things he's done. Uh, I can name fourteen engagements he hasn't done. <laughs> and that's what Baker Mayfield is. Baker Mayfield is that exact thing without all the talent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just at a talent deficit, even. Put Baker Mayfield on a good team with good pieces around him and a stable front office and good coaches. Oh, my God. You're and literally in every quarterback. I guarantee you he will turn overnight into Thomas Fitzgerald Brady. Ugh. And we'll be talking about Baker Mayfield in a decade. You're about to get After he wins eight straight Super Bowls for the whatever Panthers. Is it North or South Carolina? I'm not sure. The I believe it's in Charleston. Is that correct? Charleston? Charlotte? Is it Raleigh? It's in Charlotte, which is North Charlotte. Carolina. It's not both the Carolinas together because that doesn't say it doesn't necessitate either North or South. Oh, this is in the, the title. The Carolinas. Yeah, this is But the, it's not pluralized. Mm, but you're doing it's Carolina Panthers, not the Carolinas so Panthers. What, what you're doing is this is a common misnomature. Okay. Okay. So you if you say Virginia, you don't have to say West Virginia. That's just Virginia. Or East Virginia. Or East Virginia. Actually it'd be Southeast Virginia. It would Ceased Virginia. Yeah. You don't have to say. Cease Virginia. Um I don't know that reference. But also the same reason you don't have to like if you say Dakota, everyone knows it's South. Fanning. Wait, what? What? Everyone knows it's the truck I drove in high school. What? Oh, uh, nice. It's good trucks. Oh my gosh! I bet it still runs if you maintained it. The well lost it to hail damage. Yeah, yeah, caught a little hail damage. What? I grew up in the Midwest that's, where we have just seasons topical. and weather. It's just topical. That, it's just, what? You have a little bumps, just a little truck acne. What's well, a big deal? The track me? Track me? No. Mm-hmm. Problem with Baker Mayfield is he is the Dodge Dakota. There's much nicer trucks, but, but there's you, much worse trucks as well, like Deshaun Watson's. Yeah, yeah, they it's, suck. Yeah, don't take that truck to a oh. massage parlor. Hey, by the way, overpaid. He's gonna truck over your franchise. And where did you say it was? It was Greenbow, North Carolina. I think so. Greenbow, North Carolina is where they play. So. The Carolinas Panthers. Yeah, Carolinas Panthers. Correct. Sweet Carolinas Panthers. Bum, bum, bum. That's correct. Yeah. Which I'm into for a franchise. Here's the thing. Not going to turn it over. Him and Sam Darnold, you don't have one quarterback if you have two, that kind of thing. Yeah. Is Matt Moore still on the roster? I'm not joking. Can you have some kind of like exploratory surgery where you combine Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield into one quarterback? Why? You already have. They're both already that one. <laughs> Matt Coral. Who's Matt Coral? Matt Coral. Matt Coral. Matt Coral. 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 Also, Coral reefs are disappearing. Vital. Did you know that? They also have PJ Walker at quarterback, and I'm a big hey big PJ Walker guy. Same. He's still on the rooster. Yeah, they come to stop the rooster. Played in Indianapolis, and he did a little stint in the XFL. 
Yeah, the XFL is where he claimed, got claimed to fame. He was the best player in the XFL last season. Not even close. For Houston. Yeah. The Houston Gamblers, I assume. Houston means that they're one step closer to the Carolinas. That's What? That's the song, right? There's so many Southern Country Red Dirt songs that you know that I don't know. Oh, yeah. I grew up with them. Remember I told you about the bus driver who forced us to learn these songs and sing them on our bus ride home. It's a weird force. Yes. <laughs> Here's the only song I learned I on was, a bus. I had a karaoke without consent when I was a child. The wheels going round and round. That's the only one I know. I mean, not at stop signs and stoplights, but I get the song. It's mostly true. It's true adjacent. Fifth round pick. <laughs> Who, P.J. Walker? <laughs> the number one overall pick in the draft <laughs> who is on a reasonable contract. Yeah. $18 million, as you know, is nothing for an NFL quarterback. Starting quarterback. Has a playoff win under his belt against the rival Steelers of all teams. No, get out of town. You played a whole season on a torn labrum or whatever doctors make up these days for shoulder injuries. By the I'm way, not sure. Your current, and you still ran him out of town. And your current quarterback is about to take one year away from the game after previously taking one year away from the game. And then I bet you another year away from the game because he's going to get the thing he did and then he's going to get another one for all the payoffs. Yes. Like, that's how this thing's going to work. You are currently, for two years, you should have also, alongside your fifth-round draft pick, you should have got P.J. Walker because he could play. He might be the best one out of all four. Step back for a second. We'll reset ourselves. I got two of them I want to talk about before the Soosh joins us, including Michael Jordan's on the cover of 2K. Nice. I'm a big fan of that. And also the greatest baseball player to ever play that didn't wear a Cardinals uniform has a fun 30 for 30 series coming up. We're going to talk about Derek Jeter. I'm excited. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Michael, I don't know if you know because you were over on KKOB, but I produced the first hour of the program. I saw you from across the studio, this big lurking figure in the, in the light. Did I look frantic and scared? I could just see one big tree. Hey, kind of a lot of weird people call this show. Why? You have to turn down so many phone calls. How many weird people do you turn away on this show for real? I turn away a lot of them, but you should see over on KOB. Oof. There's a separate passion there. Is it because today is the 18th month anniversary of January the 6th, and they're like, cool, let's get weird again. Here comes the groundhog. What's the, what's the groundhog deal? Wait, what? Isn't that what, like, uh, oh, 18 months. Um, Biden saw his shadow. More, more whatever. I don't know what it would be, whatever. You know, one word to describe America. All right, give it to me. Ever-sha-ever-fever-fever. Ah! <laughs> Corn Pop was a bad dude. Used to dip the straight razors in rainwater in a bucket. God. What? You did what? For real. We're in such a weird way in this country. Dude, our last two presidents have been so entertaining. So weird. So entertaining. Oh, my God. Stuff that comes out of their mouths. Michael, what are For wildly different about? reasons. So weird. If you're if you're living in that gray area, that nice, reasonable, responsible gray area in the middle, like we do, yeah, and you could laugh at both sides, 
You have to. There's been so much entertainment Which the, other the last two presidencies. Which other option? The president not? fell off his bike last week. <laughs> he's just trying to stop his bike and just fell over. He's, he's got his tongue stuck to the roof of his mouth, giving a speech about America. And I get that your tongue rests at the top of your mouth. I understand that's the resting position of the yeah, tongue. Sure. But come on now. Yeah. Michael Jordan is on the cover of 2K23. How do you feel about that? Uh, do you got to turn down his numbers a little bit? Because well, so, not everyone can have him. He is the only player in the history of 2K rated at a 100. How about that? Ooh. How about that? Eat it, LeBron James, your stupid 99s. It's Well, a lot of guys have had 99s. So playing Michael Jordan... In 2K, is like playing with Michael Vick in Madden 04. Whoever has him is just going to win, unless you're playing a child who doesn't know how to play the game. If you have Michael Jordan, give me the Sacramento Kings with Michael Jordan, <laughs> and I will beat the Golden State Warriors every time. On a video game, not in real life. Chill out. You want to put money on 2K24 having Kobe Bryant on it? That's really smart. Twenty three and twenty four. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm one hundred percent in. And two K slaps. Like it's two K is good to play with the boys, and like I'm not. Like I'm about to sound like I'm really dating myself here. I don't want to play video games by myself. Like I want to play. I want to either beat a person I know, or I want to beat a stranger. Mm-hmm. Primarily, I want to beat the first one. That's why I'm a Mario Kart guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 2K is very good for beating up on each other. I don't think I've played a video game alone since I was 19 and worked graveyards at this overnight personal care facility where I just played season after season of Madden NCAA yeah. football. Just my dynasty was unbeaten for like 30 years. <laughs> the thing that's kind of... Like creepy adjacent for I guess I play I have like a I don't know, like one of those games on my phone. I have one of those like break the ball things or whatever, you know, when you're like Yes, glad stuck if I do tractor, know. like traffic. Yeah. Oh, I gotta run to the restroom. You know, Tetris or whatever. You're like, sure. okay. I guess that counts as a game. Yeah. That's when I do my Tinder swiping on the toilet. Ah. Uh, Maybe catch up on some news. Yeah, I'm a big on the news. I don't I do not do games on my phone. It's never really appealed to me. Same, I guess. I got big thumbs. Yeah, I do like uh, like word games, Lumosity, yeah, brain game that. website. No. I got to keep my brain limber because of all the damage I've done to it mm-hmm. historically. So it takes a lot of practice. Outside of Fenway Park, there's... Lucid. Lucid is another good app. Outside of Fenway Park, they have this big like billboard thing on the very outside, right? Speaking of keeping your mind lucid. And ESPN bought that billboard, <laughs> put a big ass picture of Derek Jeter right on it, right outside Midway Park. So funny. <laughs> so funny. The captain, a seven part documentary event, which begins July 18th, right on a big old billboard, right outside of Fenway, where all these Red Sox fans have to look at it. And to be fair, to be fair, and to be fair. They have a shortstop in their system coming up named Jeter. 
the Red Sox shortstop yeah. of the future is named Jeter. Put those shoes on for a second. Try that out. You know how confused Red Sox fan is going to be in the future? Right. The same guy that you hear on Sunday Night Baseball for 20 years? Suck it, Jeter. Now he's going to like, wait, hold on. That's our guy now. Well, and the conversation is going back because it'll be like, right now, how, how long has Jeter been retired now? 2014, is that right? 2012, something like that? So it's like, you're going to have a lot of fans that are going to be like, hey, uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, the last time Derek Jeter played here, he singled in his last at bat. And it's like, they don't want to talk about this. No, they don't. No one does. Red Sox fan doesn't want to know this. Your boy, Paulie Goldschmidt. Two out, stand up, double. Oh well, I mean, top of the first. Miss me with in-game highlights on regular season baseball. Well, I know how much you care about Paul Goldschmidt. Episode one of this seven-part series airs Monday, July eighteenth, ten p.m. You're like, that seems late, Fred. No, it's immediately following the home run derby. Oh, sweet, super sweet, sweet. So as soon as the home run home run derby wraps, episode one. Jeter's upbringing as a biracial kid in the Midwest and his journey to the major leagues. This episode features never-before-seen footage of Jeter getting drafted by the Yankees. I'm into this. Unseen footage? Yeah. How? It's not like it used to be, dog. Not like it used to be. But that was still, what, 96 when he was drafted? He was No, he was in the majors in 96. No, hold on. So this would have been 92. I'm trying to picture the baseball card. Drafted in 92, came up in 94. Won his first championship in 96. Does that sound correct? Everything you said is very close to correct. Okay, excellent. I'm good with close to correct. <laughs> Derek Jeter is a little human being. Doesn't look like Derek Jeter who is New York City. Derek Jeter at the end of it, New York became Derek Jeter. Like, they grew together. Derek Jeter in 92... I mean, he's in love with, like, anti-pimple cream. Like sure. De- Derek Jeter in 2014 or whatever it was, 22 yeah. years he played? In his contract, he ne- negotiated for Noxzema. <laughs> he's like, I need Clearasil, a tube a week, or I'm signing with the Red Sox. 2014. When did Rivera, t- 2013, Ariana Rivera, 2013? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should have retired together. They should have, like, planned it. Like Wainwright, Molina Pools, something cool like that. It's a shame Wainwright kept getting hurt. Are you talking about Hall of Fame Hall numbers? Hall of Famer Adam Wainwright? Pujols and Yadier are no doubt first ballot. Wainwright Zero. right on the cusp. Take Jim Brown out of it. Is there an athlete that's more synonymous with a city? Because I don't think there is, man. Because you you all like we were just kind of joking about the video game. You want to be like Michael Jordan, but no, Michael Jordan. If you want to talk to me, Michael Jordan, you want to say North Carolina? Okay, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, even though Michael Jordan is the goat, you still have Walter Payton, you still have Ernie Banks, mm-hmm. you know, you still have all these other great legends that are just as big as Jordan in Chicago. Well, even maybe even bigger. But New York, it's like, it's Jada. 
kept getting them rangs. I mean, not okay. If you're like, it's two different talks, right? You're saying synonymous with the city. Yeah, I'm not talking about all time best Yankee. No, so, no, no, no. I'm put, talking the city. Put your phone away, Steve. Yeah, I know it's two different arguments. Okay, obviously there's way better Yankees, but like New York is Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. New York is two things. It's Derek Jeter and it's Jay Z. I don't know what else New York is. Saturday Night Live. It's like those three things. I mean, Broadway. No, Broadway is dark tonight. I'm saying, because even with Chicago, it would be like Harry Carey. Harry Carey is more synonymous with Chicago than any of those athletes we just named. Who's this undercover cop pitching for the Cardinals? Whenever we get back, the Sioux shall be joining us. We're talking about the isotopes tonight as they are at Round Rock, man. They're at Round Rock. Ooh. I wonder why they call it Round Rock. Yeah, well, we'll find out whenever we get back. That's 100% true. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And on Fridays when we're at the ballpark, it's New Mexico's Vodka, Teller Vodka. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Sush. Josh Sushan, how are you, brother? It's been a long time since I talked to you guys. It feels like forever. It was Friday. It was it was Friday. It's been a while. You've been busy. Yeah, I've been busy. How I'm many usually fu- busy this time of year. How much fireworks have you seen over the course of the last four days? So many fireworks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's see. I saw fireworks Saturday in Albuquerque, Sunday mm-hmm. in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. Monday in Round Rock. Mm-hmm. Not just at the ballpark, but all over Round Rock. You could see them from the press box, and you could definitely hear them back at the hotel. And I did not hear. I, I did not see any fireworks yesterday, but I still heard some at the hotel. Well, there you have it. So this is probably the worst two weeks of my life, Josh. Are you a dog that, does, that gets scared of fireworks? <laughs> no, the the two weeks coming up, not the past week, because oh. the boys are out of town for two straight weeks. I hate it. There's not baseball at the lab until the 22nd of July. Unacceptable. What am I going to do with myself, Josh? You can get on a plane and come here to Round Rock. You can get on a plane and come to Sacramento. Miss me you with can, Austin. What else can you do? I mean, if you're really jonesing for baseball that bad, you could go to... Fred's favorite place, El Paso, ah, to watch some baseball. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, ah. I mean, I guess you could drive and or fly to Denver or Phoenix or any of the other 28 major league ball clubs. I'm checking out a Rockies game next Saturday. I'll be up in Denver. Heck yes. Home against the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, man. Okay, you can miss me with that round rock garbage. <laughs> Sacramento's a maybe. Maybe <laughs> okay. Sacramento. Hard me. Maybe. Just a maybe. The one day off the isotopes and what feels like the last two weeks was yesterday. Boys are going to play tonight against Round Rock. It's an early start in the mountain time. It's a regular start in the central time zone. I don't have the rundown. Who's on the mound tonight, Josh? Yeah, so we have had a, uh, a, a constant changing of pitchers between the Rockies and the isotopes over the last, uh, yeah. geez, five, six days. So Ashton Gudo was supposed to start Saturday. Instead, the Rockies needed him. As a backup plan, he wasn't. He didn't end up getting used by the Rockies. Sent back to the Isotopes, and he's starting tonight. So long-winded answer. Ashton Goodo is on the mound. Okay, welcome back. There's a yeah. lot of hardworking people 
and the Isotopes organization. I agree. You guys form like Voltron and have the best product I've ever experienced. But the busiest person is the guy who updates the roster on the website, right? Because <laughs> no, one, no one works harder. Yeah, the, the, the roster's constantly changing. I was talking to someone, um, oh, it was Monday. I was at the Southwest counter talking to the woman, you know, as all the players are checking in, and we were talking about, you know, like the travel, and she's like, well, who, who does your travel? And I said, well, there's like four of us. I said, you know, the main guy is Ryan Maxwell, but we have a travel agent and John Trop's involved, and that I'll help out with stuff, you know, from time to time as well. And she's like, wow, you know, that there's like so much that's involved. And I said, now, here's the other thing. We're just one team, and the Rockies have six, right? You yeah. think about the Major League team, the AAA, AA, High A, Low A, the Arizona Complex League, the Dominican Summer League, all the scouts that travel all around the country. Um, like, and, and there's one guy who's in charge of the travel. Like, the Rockies just made wholesale changes where, like, every single one of their farm teams has two new players because this is about the halfway point of the season. It's when some of the best players just get moved up from one level to the next. We've got a new player. His name is Jimmy Heron. He's an outfielder. Actually, we have a bunch of new players um, that, that are going to be arriving within, like, off and on throughout the next few days. And so even just like that, like, okay, Jimmy Heron was just in Hartford, and he had a, an apartment that the Rockies were taking care of because every major league team now takes care of minor league players' housing, whereas in the past they were all on their own. And so now he's out of that place. And I was looking at Jimmy Heron. He was at New Hampshire, which is a road game on the 4th. He probably traveled yesterday here to Round Rock where he's going to join us at the start of a two-week road trip that then leads into the All-Star break. I know I'm all over the place here in this tangent, but the point <laughs> is just how much guys' lives just go from, hey, you were in Hartford, now you're starting a road trip in New Hampshire, now you're on a plane to Round Rock, and now you're going to go from Round Rock to Sacramento to the All-Star break, and then we'll tell you where you're going to live once you get to Albuquerque two weeks from now. Josh, you know, we have a very close friend in the show, friend in real life, Ryan LaVarnway, who made yeah. your baseball player, played for the Red Sox. So he has a baseball Maybe two weeks, a week ago, ten days ago, the day after he has a baby, he gets traded to the Marlins, and it's like, it's like, where's the considerate? Like Ryan, Ryan texts me and he's like, "Hey, got some? Hey, here's a picture of my new baby. By the way, I'm now a whatever the Marlins thing is." And I'm like, "Okay, that's there's no stability in in minor league baseball." Well, shoot, our started tonight, Ashton Goudeau, he got designated for assignment and claimed off waivers by five different teams in one off season. Oh, my. It's crazy to me. It's nice to be wanted. Jumbo yes. shrimp. The Jacksonville jumbo shrimp is what Let's Ryan. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> LFG, baby. <laughs> is, so is, like, the, the team that's a step down from the jumbo shrimp, is that, like, the popcorn shrimp? Uh, that's the, <laughs> the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Uh, 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 the what? Yes. <laughs> okay. Fastly running out of names. Gosh, we're up against it. Who's on your pregame? Frank Gonzalez, Isotopes pitching coach. Oh. We talk about his son, who's a major league pitcher, and then all of his quasi-sons, who he tries to help get to the big leagues. DJ, give me one of those 4th of July caps. What's up? 7 and 5 eighths. Is it going to be one waiting for me at the ballpark? What's the deal? That's a four-stolting question. All right. <laughs> I will go down that path when I can. Josh Sushan, uh, pregame, and then first pitch is what? Uh, 605 Mountain? Correct. There you go. Jay, you're the best. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Good dude. Yeah, buddy. Van, any final words? Too much for the time a lot of my friend, but anything that we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. Thanks for listening, Ron. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.